everyone, and welcome to Paradox Untold Stories from Athletic Directors. I am Dr. Daniela Point, and my co-host is Dr. Dustin Smith. And we are here today with an extremely exciting episode, I believe. Um, this is going to be our season one review. We officially had our first episode, Dustin, in January on January 27th of 22, and this is our 47th episode. So what we really kind of wanted to do was take this time to one thing all of our listeners who have been out there and following us for the past year and listening to all of these crazy stories to to all of our guests who have been on our our podcast and have shared um you know these crazy things that have happened to them and three also to Ticket Spicket who really took a gamble on us uh in in sponsoring our crazy idea and sticking with us for this long so thank you to to all of those people um but yeah I'm excited to be here and to kind of have this conversation what about you Dustin yeah I'm excited I mean it's, it's crazy to think back that um I, I mean obviously when you've been through the process that we have and the idea from birth to where we are now to 47 episodes in and I mean obviously gotta thank you for thinking whatever harebrained idea you had to say that doesn't be a great co-host for this deal but uh appreciate that opportunity appreciate all our guests that have have taken a chance and we've said it throughout basically every one of our podcast episodes that they've taken a chance on two people that are just trying to have fun and, mm-hmm. and I talked to a guy yesterday that kept saying I really appreciate what you do with the podcast because it brings laughter in a world that we need laughter and that was kind of the intention of what we did and uh some some of those stories were shocking some were um out of the blue some were just I mean, it started off way high and then it just kept getting the bar just, I mean, everybody tried to compare themselves to Becky Moran and I'm not sure that that was fair to either Becky or the guests because every one of us have a story and that's what we tried to tell throughout the year Mm -hmm. that everybody's got a story and this is just an opportunity for us to kind of look back, look at year one and and I'm kind of in awe that that we didn't get canceled, one, that you didn't say, (laughs) hey, I need to find a different co-host and two, that we didn't that we that we continue to find great guests who tell their stories in their their own way uh it's been a unique ride and it's been fun just to be able to have conversations because that's what I like to do I like to just talk um and mm-hmm. people who have listened to us that have been that are are ADs or are just friends of ADs that just like to listen to the stories I think that's what's made this podcast so much fun for me yeah absolutely i, I echo everything you just said and you know, to to even go off on like why we even started this, that we have the same intention now. And, you know, being at the conference, it was awesome to hear some feedback about what, what people enjoyed or, and what they liked. And, and I just am so happy that um, it's actually, it's working, I guess, right? Um, yeah. To bring some laughter and to tell some crazy stories and to make people not necessarily feel so alone um, when these things happen to them, that it's happening to everybody across the country. And, and to just, um, I guess have professional development in a different way, laugh a little bit, you know, um, and, and let's all kind of get better together. And, you know, I now have plans that I didn't have before. I, before this podcast, I never had a chicken plan, but now I have a chicken plan. Oh, I thought you meant like plans to go to different places to see some of these ADs. Um, you got to spend some time with them in, in Nashville, at the national convention. <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> I think about 
just how this year has evolved and and the not just the stories, but the friendships we made because of these stories. Um, and some of the people coming up to us at the national convention saying, mm-hmm. hey, it's nice to meet you in person. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. what I kept getting asked several times. Hey, where's Danielle? I'd like to meet her. Um, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm I'm right here. Uh, but most of them knew me already. So it was an opportunity for them to meet you. And um, I think I'm more shocked that it was, it's been such a hit. Not that it was mm-hmm. not needed. Uh, and and quality van, van sure he keeps or von sure he keeps telling us all the time that we we do the podcast everybody wants to do mm-hmm. uh, and we got the the opportunity to jump on this market and it it's been a fun ride for sure and it's been neat to form relationships and network build a network with people that mm-hmm. through storytelling which has been fun yep. well and you know i just i just felt like i was so prepared to be an ad i did all the right things i i took the courses and I, and I was trying, you know, I was, I helped my current AD. I did all the right things to be, um, you know, to take that next step and to become an athletic director. And then when it happened, I didn't realize what I didn't know until, until I didn't know it and he didn't know it. And I didn't realize how to get through some of these things that weren't necessarily taught to me in a book. So I'm hoping that that kind of really reaches out to, to some ADs, especially, um, you know, younger ones who are just starting out and and we're helping in some way so i'm so excited to do this we are coming back for season two we're not going anywhere can't get rid of us that easy right justin yeah Um, we're coming back i'm excited for season two but before we do that we wanted to have this episode where we feature some of our favorites we made up some topics um and some categories and kind of i don't know if award is the right word but let's give some recognition to some of our our craziest funniest uh favorites stories we've had in our first season of paradox what do you think dustin yeah and i think this was a lot more difficult than i thought it would be uh, <laughs> yes. and, and i think that tells it's a testament to obviously our our guests that have been on here mm-hmm. and, and the stories that have just been kind of blow your mind and mm-hmm. we've kind of set parameters for this uh we each get to select from the category, but we can only use one story one time. You can't mm-hmm. use it multiple times for multiple yeah. categories. So um, that's been even more difficult to try to narrow it down. And if you start thinking back through the year and through the season and and the, the crazy, the fun, the, mm-hmm. you know, some of the shenanigans, some of our comments that maybe um, trying to narrow it down to just one is going to be it's 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 proven to be a challenge. Um, it has, it has, and I had a list, and I went through everything, and I was looking at everything, and there are so many good ones that I want to highlight. If you know we miss one, or if you had a favorite, like let us know. You know, let us know what your favorite is, or what what you think should be, um, you know, added in there, or if there's another another category you want to see. Um, we did our best to try to to throw some of them together, but. Um, yeah, I'm kind of excited to hear what you think. Dustin and I have not spoken about this. We do not know what each other's, uh, I guess, picks are. So it's going to be interesting, I think, to see where our head's at. And um, yeah, do you want to get started? Yeah, and I think I know your first category when because I think you've even stated it in that episode. But we're going to go with the mm-hmm. most extreme Yep. as our first category and we'll I'm going to open it big. up to you. I'm going to let you start with the most extreme and throw your story in there for the most extreme. Okay. So the most extreme for me, you're right. I did say it in the episode and it was like in the middle of the season and it hasn't, it stayed there strong for me, but it's Rich Barton and the Ram over the goalpost. 
by it, the sheep ram. I'm still shook by that, that episode. Um, I, I, it, for me, that was the most extreme story that uh, I never want to have happen to me as an AD. Yeah, and and and, and so it's so amazing because Rich is so soft spoken. Uh, and, and I try to imagine being in that boat with him whenever they recognize that that took place. And I understand rivalries and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But but that is out there on its own island. And there's sure. just so many things that could still go wrong. I just think back at like a field, a dark field, like kids, guns, sheep, rams. Like there's just so many things that could have gone wrong. So for me, that one really sticks out as like, this is the most extreme situation but do you agree, Dustin? What do you think? What's no, your most extreme? I, I don't have where it, that didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't love animals and it's not that I'm, um, I mean, all those things that you said, but I, I think back to Jean Ken Ashkin. And when we talked mm-hmm. about, uh, or when she talked about somebody who took a van that wasn't theirs um, and not only took a van, <laughs> but was like a weekend trip and was gone in somebody else's vehicle uh, that their school car fit or their school key fit into that vehicle. And they just, for lack of a better term, stole a vehicle and w- went for a, a ride to San Francisco and back uh, in a totally different vehicle. To me, that is way extreme. I- I'm baffled by how a key works in a different vehicle. Um, <laughs> and I'm baffled that they didn't get stopped. I'm baffled that there was no um, police report. Yeah, like- I mean, it. It, it just so many parts of that, so many layers. And as Russ Waterman said in that episode, you just keep peeling layers back of that onion. There were so many things that could have gone wrong in that deal that didn't. Um, yeah. and, and for me, that was really extreme. Just that another, that a key for a school car worked in another vehicle. And it just so happened that that vehicle was the one that that person identified, took to San Francisco, took kids up there and then came back and, everything was was okay there was no law enforcement involved whatsoever no that's you know you're right that had all of the stars aligned to make that one not only happen but be okay in the end as well just just blows my mind and and not in incredibly extreme and we're on two polar opposite ends of this deal because mm-hmm. yours was was a rivalry deal and yours was an animal and and i get all that um but but for me just looking at it for it just blows my mind how somebody could take a key to a different vehicle and it worked. And <laughs> weren't there car seats in it, if I remember correctly? Right. Like, there were car seats and stuff just spread around. He thought it was dirty just from the people before him, whatever. I mean, <clears throat> that's just a crazy story to me. Oh, no, it is. I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> Those are both really good. You know, I'd love to hear from, you know, some of our listeners, like, what did you guys think the most extreme was for all of these? You know, do you, are you on team Dustin on that or team Danielle on that? You know, uh, I'd love to hear some, some feedback from, from our listeners. Or did you think a completely different story was your, was your most extreme? So um, our next one, Dustin is, is best animal. Man. Um, best animal story. We've had quite a few animals involved. We've yeah. had horses and greyhounds and rams. And I mean, we've had quite a few. So what do you think your best animal is? I think I'm going to go with Cole Canyon and the chickens um, up in Washington. Uh, I think it, just for because of 
one, the, the thought process that went through those kids' minds to be able to smuggle them in in hazmat suits, the bravery to do so. And I think we even talked about it, how they didn't get <clears throat> clawed or didn't give themselves away with the, the noise. And we have found out that chickens will poop frequently, like every two minutes they're <laughs> pooping. Uh, and so how they weren't, <clears throat> and Cole never said this, but they may have been inside just covered in in feces i don't know but um that's the best animal story to me just that they were turned loose just how they got in and mm -hmm. trying to wrangle them i just picture my mind cole canyon trying to run them down um and trying yeah. to shoot them like rocky just trying to catch yep. those chickens well we've even had our own animal stories like i have this image of you like swooping bats out of the air in the middle of a full yeah, gym and, and disclaimer <laughs> a bat uh, did resurface yesterday <laughs> i mean it was I, it's just like a nightmare that it just keeps on happening it just doesn't go away but um yeah we've had we've had an extreme yep. whether it's skunks or your gator story uh i mean there's yep. been some animals that have been part of Absolutely. this show so you hear mine but what's yours i'm i'm, I'm with you i'm <laughs> with you and Cole caner and the chickens that one is one of my favorite stories um I'm still at a loss that if this occurred, I always try to put myself in, in it, all of our gas shoots, right? If that happened to me, like what would my reaction be? And now if it happened again, like what would, what would my reaction be uh, differently now that I know about the situation? So I always try to do that. And I still don't have a full clear understanding after I caught said chickens from the gym. Where do you put them? Like, I still don't understand where you house. Because like you said, they make a mess. They poop, they eat, they tear things up. Like, where, you can't, I mean, the schools that I were, I was at, I, you can't just put them outside. They hit by a car. They're busy streets. Like, where do you put the chickens after you finally catch them from the gym? I, I think we've got to put a disclaimer out there. We cannot select the same one for the same story. Oh, yes, we can. No, that we got yeah. I think that. Well, then you need we, to pick a new one because no, I was mine. first. You can't, mm -mm. <laughs> you can't, mm -mm. you can't make me. <laughs> I picked the first one. So if you pick we one can later pick the same on, story. First. you just can't use the same story twice. That's the rule. It's the only ground rule we put. You're going to have to set that ground rule for season two review, Dustin, but you did. You missed the boat on it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I will say this Cole, you got a unanimous pick. For the best animal. So you're listening, my man, you got the unanimous pick. Um and season two will will bring some changes. We'll say that. <laughs> yes, for, for sure. So yeah. Cool chicken plan was real in my head, although I still don't have an end game for where those chickens go. If anyone has any uh suggestions on where you house said chickens and so you figure it out. Call animal control, maybe. I don't know. A farmer local, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, call is, uh... Rich Barton, have students with guns. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's such a bad idea. No, don't listen to anything. That's what you said. Oh my gosh. So, all right. Speaking of that, let's go right on to what you just made me. Let's go to our speechless category, right? What? episode and we might have the same one for this one too but what episode left you speechless give me just a moment there's an announcement being made another mm. one okay they're done okay. making announcements okay, okay. so 
the category again is our speechless category, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The one that left us speechless. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it. You want me to go? You need a minute? Yeah, well, it's your turn to go first anyway, because okay. you throw me the okay. curveball that we can select the same story. But, yep. I mean, I've got a story yep. I can go with, but I'll let you go first, out of respect. Oh, okay. Okay. One um, of us has to mine... have it. <laughs> I'm going to let that go right now. <laughs> um, Mine would be <laughs> Kelly Lewis's and the principal situation. When... See? That's why I can't even comment on. Yeah, that's when the the principal at the softball field threw himself up against the backstop. <laughs> he said and a the game did it, and, and all the games got canceled, and the game lied did about it. what happened, and then wasn't a minister <laughs> that had me, a degree. And he had the AD to go out there to like be the first person that got out there, and he was all bloody. I don't even know how to respond to such shenanigans. And I think I think the best part of that was just the delivery by Kelly, because Kelly is not he's like he's like Rich Barton. He's a soft spoken person, monotone, and he just kept a straight face throughout that. It was our first visit to North Carolina is the Mm -hmm. first time we had somebody on there. From North Carolina Mm -hmm. and for him to be able to tell that story of that level uh, just kind of just blows my mind. Um. I mean, I'm with you. I think Kelly was a great story. Just that story as a whole. If you haven't listened to that episode, the principal went through some ex- to some extreme measures. I mean, took out the VHS tapes so they couldn't be recorded. None of that could pretended be to beat himself up on a softball field, <laughs> like, and then lied about it to be a gang jumped him, and then the games got canceled. Like, I can't even. It's such. A, it's like a movie plot, like. And then no. he had a degree of divinity from somewhere, and he didn't even have that. That was a lie. So, was, I mean, what a what a wild story that was. It just kind of leaves you just, you don't know what to say in a situation like that. You just shake your head. I'm just like, I, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think I'm going to go with Tony Miller. And I think Tony Miller with the streaker, and we laughed about this at the national convention, the streaker and just the way that the PA guy got on the mic and did the play-by-play basically of what was happening while Miller was running (laughs) him down. And then the wherewithal of Miller to grab him on the fence and then tell him to lay face down. (laughs) I think that's just classic. (laughs) But I don't know how I would respond to it, whether that was my principal looking at me just saying, go. Or the fact that I heard the PA guy giving the play-by-play in the commentary like it was a it was action, and everybody just stopped and looked. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would have been speechless trying to figure out: Do I really want to chase this guy down? Two, can I catch him? And three, will I look like an idiot if I don't? So yeah. Yeah. my speechless episode is Tony Miller and his uh, ability to chase down a naked human being. <laughs> I think Tony will appreciate that. So Tony, no, you made the list no. for your ability to chase down naked human beings. Yes, no, I agree. That is one, especially when the principal just like calmly like go. Like it's almost, it's almost like entertaining for him. Like go, let's see. Well, how I, I visualize it. it as not just I don't know calmly, but sternly. Just like mm-hmm. you, there's an exclamation point at the end of that. It was go, mm-hmm. and Tony had to go. 
So I, <laughs> I picked Tony for that one. Okay. Well, I'm going to go out of order here uh, and kind of go back off of your story that you just picked. But we've had a couple of these. So obviously this category had to be in here. But best streaker story. You can't pick Tony Miller now. You've already used your streaker right. story there. So that was strategic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've had quite a few more than I ever anticipated. I didn't realize this was as big of an issue as it was in, in high school athletics until we started hearing them all. But we've had quite a few streaker stories. So what is your best streaker story? Well, and I think it, I think part of it is <clears throat> you were wishing it upon me all year, um, saying <laughs> that this is going to happen to me. Um, I didn't wish it upon you. You <laughs> jinxed yourself, and it's no, not you, happening. You are wishing you secretly. You're wishing that upon me, <laughs> and I'm I'm hopeful that it doesn't happen. Um, no, I I am too. But you know what they say about having a sequel? Um, it's never as good as the first. And so my first one, obviously, is is the way the reason why we call Becky Three Socks Moran um, <laughs> because of the Three Socks story. Um. Both of her stories were great. The fact that, you know, the wrestler, or the, 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 not the wrestler, but the kid that ran across the football field and scaled the fence and somebody chased him down and she was just going to let it happen. Um, Emily Barkley's had, had one. We've had far more streakers. I, I mentioned Tony Miller earlier, but I'm going to go with the, <clears throat> the one that didn't even happen at Becky's school, but her husband's school, mm-hmm. where the kid walked into the gym clothed ran across the floor unclothed except for three mm-hmm. socks, which we established early on that Danielle didn't know where the third sock was located. So that may have been so the maybe best we part can of that forget story. That part. <clears throat> and it may be the best part of the reason why we had that story. <laughs> but there were some I other know, streakers. I that know happened. now where the third sock was. I want to clarify that I now know where the third sock was. And we're on episode forty seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew that episode. Just didn't I wasn't so, there, okay? <laughs> Becky Moran is the three socks, and it's been her nickname. It's in her nickname in my phone, and she probably regrets that. But um, mm-hmm. I can't even get knows. credit for giving her that nickname. That was Mark Rarick who gave that one, that yeah. uh, called her three socks. So uh, I'm going to go with Becky's three socks Moran story about the streaker. So... I am 100% doing that as well. Uh, there are so many reasons why that story for me uh, is the best streaker story. And and that's also one of my favorite stories because Becky also was our guinea pig, right? Like she was the one that we, you know, reached out to and was like, hey, are you willing to be on this podcast? And then not only are you willing to do this, but like you're number one. You're going to be our first guest. You're going to be our guinea pig. And I remember just being so nervous for that episode. And like, you know, we kind of have a a very um, casual structure to it. Like, how is this going to go? Are we going to mesh? Like all of this. So there was so much that went into that episode anyway. And we were like, Becky, you know, we just, we want a funny story, a crazy story. It's going to shock people, you know, a cool story. You're, you're kind of, uh, put, we put pressure on her because it was the first episode, right? So it was kind of going to go from there. And she, she delivered, she delivered. Like I did not even think that, uh, you know, the first episode could. And not only was it an amazing two streaker story, um, but she really set the bar that I think, um, 
did exactly what we wanted. It, it was everything and more than I could have hoped for our first episode. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want anything of that hope. There was no part of me that wanted to visualize any of that, but I'm appreciative because it was the, it was the launching pad for us. It was the one it that was. set the mm-hmm. bar and for people to say, yep. <clears throat> I mean, they compared themselves to that for, for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yep. And, and I, I appreciate that. And they were very good stories too. Like, like they were nothing I've ever had to deal with before type of story. So, so um, everything about that episode was just all of our stars aligned for us. It was perfect. And we got to be us too, right? Like we got to kind of show who we were a little bit. Like I didn't know where the third sock was and I didn't, I asked and you wanted to know if they had, um, I, I asked if they had shoes over the fence, but you didn't care about the shoes (laughs) as they showed over the fence. So like, you know, we got to see, um, it was just a really good starting point for us and something I'm really grateful that she took a gamble um, on doing that for us. But man, those are some, we have not had any more three socks, that's for sure. No, and, and the, I mean, there's some honorable mentions there. I mean, Emily Barkley had a great one yeah. that, um, the yeah. chicken, the kid dressed up as a chicken. I don't, every streaker story we've had has been amazing. This wasn't an easy, um, you know, category for me because there's been so many and so funny but yeah she was our she was our first she was our our little baby project and I mean it's it's just some of those stories that just you hope never happen obviously um and we have another category that we'll talk about that is an 80s nightmare yeah let's go right into that one hmm. every Every 80 is going to have a nightmare, right? So every 80s nightmare um, is, is one that I'm going to cheat on a little bit because I definitely have more than one. Well, you get to start this one. Oh, I do. I Okay. So you get ready because there's like, I'm going to list a couple here. <laughs> I don't know. You keep changing the rules in the game. I think it's as terrible, but whatever. Well, I can start off and maybe I'll narrow it down, but there were, as I, this one, this one's by far the hardest one because there were just so many things that happened where I was like, oh my gosh. But we had Jim Harris and the drunk chain gang, um, Meg Sang and the naked coach whose pants fell down. Um, we have Jen Brooks in the Uber, stuck in the Uber with an angry parent. Mike McGurk, whose sprinklers came on. I've had that happen during a game just like he has, and it is an awful feeling. Um, Zach Clark, his lights go off in the middle of the game. Um, Colin Fagley has a fake signing. Nate Larson and the no-show officials after he's already confirmed them. Those stick out in my brain as, like, nightmare situations that I don't want to happen to any AD. Well, you didn't even mention Zach Clark losing his ring. Uh, I did. His lights were off. Well, no, I did. I said that part is his lights off. I mean, the ring is replaceable, but like your lights just being off in the middle of the game is not good for me. (laughs) I mean, you've thrown. I mean, I don't know how you're going to narrow that down. I mean, you just throw it. (laughs) Way to select that. Way to straddle that fence. I know. I know. Every time I was like, oh, what about this one? Oh, this one was bad. Oh, this one was worse. Like, we've had. We had some really crazy things that I didn't even like renewal could happen. Like, I, can you imagine just being like getting in an Uber and it's a parent that's like glaring at you that can drive you wherever you want? Like, you're the prisoner now, essentially. Like, there are just so many, or 
or you know your your coach and her pants fall down because the bee was in it like no i don't want any of these things to happen to me well you think about i mean i don't know if you were narrowing one down or not because you said you're going to start broad and I thought you were going to narrow it down, but I guess you're well, not. Well, I thought maybe you could go next, and then we could kind of talk and get it in there. But those those are, ugh, ugh. You know, I think about, yeah, um, nightmares. You think about, like, um, Jake Von Schur, who had the kids practicing in their under their undershorts. Um their underwear. Don't right. sell it short. It was their underwear that they were in. That is true. I forgot about that one. I mean, that's a, that's one. Landis Robinson having people crawl, bear crawl on the asphalt in Florida in the summertime. Um, they're all bad. They're all bad. There there are nightmares that you can add to whatever situation you're going through. It could be Mark Rarick talking to a parent who's griping about playing time. Um <clears throat> So, I mean, in the spirit of you just broadening this so we can award everybody <laughs> something. No, no, I didn't. Everybody, everybody gets a medal just... these days. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. We've got to pick one. You've listed five of them. You've got to pick one of those. I did. It was seven. If you're going to make fun of me, do it. Do it correctly, Dustin. I okay. I, I undersold you like undershorts. <laughs> um, so you I need know, to Jinx, pick one. I forgot about Jinx. And I was just thinking of Jinx's quality one. I forgot about his um, underwear practicing. That was pretty bad. Um, I don't know. Drunk chain gang, too. I mean, that's such a... It makes you feel like you did something wrong, but you didn't. Like, well, and you like, think about Todd Galicio up in New York that had the national sing. anthem singer just leave. That just sing. I mean, if you're gonna say a true nightmare, that's got to be one of those like in a game environment. Jason yes. Culler when the flag wasn't there. Um, yeah. You know those moments of these are nightmares. Yep. So yep. how do you narrow it down to just one? And you can't just pick seven. So you got to pick one. I feel like maybe next year we should have subcategories for this one because I'm struggling. Like everything you just said, I agree with. Like having to live sing. Like I I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like Kudos to him, because I would not have been able to do that. That wouldn't have been my reaction is to start singing. I probably would have, like, forgotten the words and, like, I don't know. I don't know. That's why they call him the godfather, because he can handle (laughs) things like that. Yes. Yes. So, oh, gosh. I don't know. Nate Larson's in the no-show of the officials after he confirmed it, and then he wasn't at the game. He was somewhere else. It's pretty bad. I mean, that is a nightmare, because now the game can't happen, and and – it looks like it's on you, but it isn't. So he's really up there for me too. I just see, and I was going to go Jim Harrison a different story when he got thrown out as a JV basketball coach. I think as an AD on a Saturday morning, who's going to fill in for that game? <laughs> I I think it's safe to assume that a lot of our stories that people have come up with are are nightmares. They're not. They're not. You know. It is kind of an unfair category. I think we're going to have to break this down in year two to where we can have the subcategories because you basically said everybody who's ever been a guest, you've been a nightmare. That is not Uh, true. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true. I just just had like a top group, I guess you should say. And we we have added some more to it. So, yeah, I agree. I think this is one that we've maybe, now that we're actually talking about it, we probably should break it down into subcategories next year. But, um. Yeah, let's do it that way. Let's end it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pick one. 
Yeah, because then you've got, I mean, you still got people like, um, man, well, I don't want to give away the rest of my stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm you got to stop. Because you can't use any of, of those now. You can't use any of those. Yeah, no, you've, you've thrown that. <laughs> so, well, okay, so now let's go for even something crazy. Next category, it's wild card. It's wild card category. I'm going to the great state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Brittany. Where there is smoke, there is Brittany. <laughs> um, and it was a multitude of situations for her. She got smoked with a blow pop um, in the in the homecoming parade. There was smoke as a car was on fire outside a basketball game. So I'm going to go with my wild card being um, Brittany's stories of getting smoked. Whether that was the car on fire or the homecoming parade, she was just... And I think we said it even in the episode, where there's smoke, there's Brittany. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I'm going with Brittany's stories about smoke. Okay. Yep. I, that's fair. I mean, fire in the parking lot is, is not something that I, is easy to deal with. But I have a different one for that one. I am going to go, my wild card is going to go to um, Tall Grap with Poop on a Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, he not only poop on the bus, but like it was the driver who did it, right? And then picked up kids knowing it was there, didn't even take the time to clean it up. And then these, there was a dance team, if I'm remembering correctly, and and they went the whole way with this like horrendous smell on the bus. So then that is, I mean, I kind of want to put that in every 80s nightmare too, but. No, I had to keep it for wild card. Yeah, and that story in and of itself, I mean, so many things that they rode the bus <laughs> the whole time with that crap there, literally. Um, the bus driver was able to compose himself enough or herself enough so that they were able to get to the location and just act like it was no big deal, um, mm -hmm. which tells me it may not have been the first time this has happened in that person's life. But, <clears throat> I mean, just imagine getting that phone call. Just, hey. Danielle, guess what just happened? You'll never guess this. And I, if you gave me a million guesses, I wouldn't guess that the bus driver had pooped on the bus. It left it there. Like, if it happened and there was a mistake cleaning it up, like, there's just so... I can't. I can't. Who just poop on a bus? Yeah. So that, that's poop on a bus. That's a good wild card. Um, mm -hmm. I've got some honorable mentions in that category, but we'll, I, won't, I won't jump on that. I'm not going the Danielle route. I'm going to stick to the rules of just selecting one. <laughs> There was never that rule, just so you know. The only rule is you can't use it twice. And you um, know, and another good one was Scott Jarvis and the gravy uh, getting knocked into the buffet when he was from behind, uh, from behind, <laughs> right, 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 from behind. Somebody just come and shoved him, <laughs> and it goes into the buffet of gravy. Yeah, so that that <laughs> there's not a category for that, but I think that's a pretty good honorable mention one for Scott Jarvis. Grievous, the grievous category. <laughs> Scott, by the way is being inducted into the Iowa AD Hall of Fame. So congratulations to Scott. Not only are you doing that, but if they don't push you in gravy, oh, I'm going to be upset. Everyone just needs to bring him like a jar of gravy. Give it to right. him. So he has to go home with all of these jars He's of actually gravy coming to the Arkansas AD Conference, so I may have gravy there. May or may not have gravy waiting on him. Yes, absolutely. It's a good idea. Um, okay, our next one. We only have We only have three left. So our next one um, is, is the bless your heart 
category. <laughs> Who there's, do you pick for your lecture? There's so category? many ways to go with this. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could have Doug Kilgore in the in the flood um, <laughs> during state tournaments, uh, and and you not obviously having your doctorate in in wildlife management or fish hatchery fish or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That was funny. That, that's one. Um, I, I think you mentioned it earlier, but Jim Harris is drunk chain gang. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's an assistant AD at this point. Uh, and I, I just imagine you don't just have people on the ready to be the backup <laughs> chain crew. <laughs> I mean, so if you, and for them to be drunk during it and the officials to notice it. And then they trying to threaten and fight. Um, I think they denied it too at first, right? Like. <clears throat> Like, I don't know what if they did a sobriety of... test. I don't know what they did. They just took the Walk. word if they could smell it so bad. Walk down the sidelines. Can you stay I mean, on it? Just stay on this line. Let me see if you know what you're doing. Um, a ball carrier gains three yards. What's the down? What's the yeah. next down? I, mean, I don't, I don't know what that is. So no, my bless your heart moment will be Jim Harris's drunk train crew. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, but so, you've already used it, so you can't because there's like I can, seven. I, of them. I know, I know. I already, you're right. I already used it, and I won't use it again because I'm a rule follower. Um, kind of. Mine is gonna go to Jason Color and the U-Haul. The U-Haul story is is was up there for also most extreme for me as well. But uh, there was live children, minors in the back of the U-Haul as you are trans across state lines <laughs> and you have a gas station worker call you to inform you of these activities that are occurring that you're unaware of so for me it's that's a nightmare that's extreme that is speechless that is all of it wrapped up into one big bless your heart story so if um, you got a paradox award you'd give it to color just because he met all of these categories categories <laughs> he the bless your heart category for sure the uh the you all story was was uh was was also a favorite of mine but uh yeah he's got it he's got to be mentioned in there for sure yeah and and i think he was my favorite episode simply because we he <laughs> and i were in person uh we were together yep. and that was a unique having a great time <clears throat> we were having a good time some at your experience uh but uh, <laughs> i now know what a c-nex is so <clears throat> And you now know who Charlie Pride is, which you didn't yes. know before that. I do. Thank you so much. So the educational process that has gone place <laughs> that's taken place for you has been phenomenal oh through this paradox deal. But but color could have fit so many of those, <clears throat> so many of these these categories simply because how wild that story was. And if you haven't yep. listened to that episode, you need to go back and listen. It says that it's two hours, but it was a repeat. Yeah, I messed um, up uploading it. I'm sorry. Uh, but that, <laughs> I mean, there's some there's some honorable mention there too, with like Don Baker um, and knowing mm-hmm. where the shovel is. Um, mm-hmm. That's and, another animal one. Yep. I mean, yeah. there's been who was who was it who had I this? Didn't, I was gonna say I didn't have any stories that I didn't like. Like it was literally such a fun year of all of these stories. Like this was this was a very hard thing for me to kind of go through and pick because I didn't want anyone to feel like you know, you don't, you didn't like or appreciate their story. That can't be further than the truth. I mean, 
It was awesome. Every was single the hockey that goalie. Had. Was that was that Rob Seymour who was the hockey goalie yeah. trying to keep the poop from getting out into the the water, the water getting the water to the gym. It was hot water. If right. I, if I, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. That was right. Rob that's Seymour. another one that uh, mm-hmm. is one of those kind of fit in that category of bless your heart kind of wild yep. card, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yep. But I, yeah, I think and color could have fit so many of these categories. Mm-hmm. Rob Seymour's was great too, just trying to mm-hmm. figure out um how to battle that and that nobody else knew what was going on was pretty priceless. Um <laughs> this custodian walked out said, here, you know where it is, just go. He's running um, the clock. He can't he can't right. you can't get out of that deal. <laughs> I know. No, it's a good excuse. And I, so. and I want to quote uh Zach Clark. Well, Zach Clark's wife. Mm-hmm. Because this is a bless your heart moment. Um this is one of those how do you even function? Um, and that's, that's a statement that she made to him most of the time. And maybe that's what we should name the category in honor of Zach. Um, how do you even function? Have <laughs> that as a category next year. How do you function category? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you even function? Um, yeah. But Colors yep. was awesome. If you haven't listened, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many different people that could fit into that. Um, yeah. Josh Matthews obviously could because he had the Greyhounds and what that really looked like. But um, knowing where the shovel is is important. I think that's a Don Baker uh, well, statement. I was going to say, and that brings you, what you just said kind of brings you right into my next category here. Um, knowing how to do something. What is <laughs> what is your most embarrassing category? Uh, hands down, Aaron Stecker and the Bull of Sex Doll. Hands down. No question. Um, just the fact, and the way he told that as well, um, when he said, um he took that (laughs) pause before and he let the air out and um i'm going with aaron stecker simply because Mm -hmm. of the nature of the blow-up doll um that it was anatomically correct as he said in the mail in the mail i didn't even know male blow-up dolls existed until that episode (laughs) (laughs) see a more educational process for you Education-based athletics. That's what we're about here. Uh, uh, but the fact that not only that it was there and in the stands, but that he exited the wrong way. Um, and the drew all the attention. Way. Um, and everybody saw him. I, I'm, I'm just picturing the whole football game stopping. Everybody just focused on him. Um, so for me, it. it's the great Aaron Stecker and his story about – Really being embarrassed. I think he was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for him. Yep. I, um, well, and also it was, it was relatively recently too. So there were pictures and there were social media and it turned into some memes and some, some funny stuff. So, so definitely, um, I'm glad you picked them because I actually had two for this one and he was one of them. Right. So I, I agree. That is, uh, it's one that I would not have to walk past an entire stadium carrying and, and seeing everybody after it's already been a thing, right? Like all the attention was already caught by the kids and, and in the student section and trying to, to get the doll away and then to have to exit that way and have photos is yeah, not good. Not that's embarrassing for sure. But my other one that I selected for most embarrassing would be Willie Spears and the slow motion video with him and his coach. <laughs> that lives forever and this the slow motion like full wrap and bouncing i just 
that one was one that uh, I I found to be not only very hilarious for us to listen to, but probably pretty embarrassing for him. Yeah, and, and Willie, if he just starts talking, it's pretty embarrassing. But um, I know that situation. He's not here to defend himself. Yeah, right he now. can't. And he'd lie anyway. We figured out. We established that in that that episode anyway. I also think about <clears throat> Landis Robinson and Phil Risen in the golf the golf match with Josh Scott and um, Mike McGurk. And it's embarrassing mm-hmm. that they got beat like they did. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now look, everybody everybody now knows who has the paperweights and who doesn't. Well, it's been and, confirmed. And kind of a preview to, to season two, we will mm-hmm. have Phil Rising on to be able to defend his honor and his, his reputation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> this doesn't really fit in the category, but – um, Hugh McReynolds and his his story about the kid painting the line the wrong way and what you had to do, and he just grabbed that grass and went and threw it at the the hardware store. I don't know what category that fits in, but mm-hmm. that story in that episode, just Hugh McReynolds talking, is awesome. Um, ah. It's just a really funny situation. Uh, Mike Elson carrying the soccer goals. Um, or then having the deacons that were the referees, uh, you know, or, the, or your elders or whoever it was. Um, there were there were some categories that I couldn't fit stories into. Yeah, uh, no, me too. Uh, the perspective think, uh, that Gary Stevens, the, the perspective one that Gary Stevens gave us was great. Gave me a whole new perspective. So that one uh, is one as well. But we, we still have one more category, though, so don't be using all the stories. We have one more category. Oh, no, I... I think I can fit into that category fairly easily, but you know, I think about embarrassing and maybe Josh Scott's fishing exploits are embarrassing. Uh, Mike <laughs> McGurk handled him pretty handily. So that's another area uh, that could fit into that embarrassing story. Um, mm-hmm. And Josh defended himself as best he could. Um, and maybe he was wearing that soccer Jersey. Like he I don't did. Know. <laughs> I- I, you know, you're right. I, I just keep going back to the a, a blow up sex doll in front of a lot of people and slow motion celebration that lives forever because it's on video. And the whole team saw it, right? The whole team saw it and was like, Coach, what was that? And they used um, it in video the next day. They were like, Hey, just kept rewinding. Just look at this. They, they used his exact words against him and was like, what was this here? What were you thinking when you did this? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And he had that comment about he wished he would put mustard on that lady's dress, make her smell like a sandwich when she walked <laughs> out. You remember that? <laughs> they got a technical yeah. foul for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean... We, 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 I mean, we even missed an everyday 80s nightmare when the mom came across in the gym and started being a coach. We have a video of that going down. Yeah. I mean, we, we actually Xavier. saw that. They yeah. brought show and tell <laughs> to that, stare, that situation. brought that and was like, look at what happened. So, I mean, oh my gosh, I just, I keep thinking of more and more in my head now. This is, this is, yeah, we're going down a, a hole. But our last category. Okay. This is probably, I think, anyway, our easiest category. Where should we all move to? Well, you're going to be shocked at what I tell you. Oh, okay. Um, it's not going to be Grand Forks, North Dakota, which oh. is the third coldest city 
yep. and maybe the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, maybe for sure the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. Joey Struey last week or right during Christmas break, we had sub zero temperatures. And so I sent this message out to some of my northern friends, Mark Rarick and Joey Struey included in that. <clears throat> and said, your 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 weather is drunk and it is in my yard. Can you come get it? <laughs> because in Arkansas, we don't have just a ton of cold weather. I mean, we'll get some cold weather, but not to the extremes that Mark Rarick or Joey Struey may see. And so Joey sends me a picture back. And I wish I had it. I wish I would have thought ahead and put it on here so we could share it with the people that can see it. But it was snow up to the bottom of the overpass. And a snowplow of some sort, you just see it from behind, creating a path and a tunnel that could get through that. And you could just see how high the snow was. <clears throat> so I won't you, move there. I was going to say, I was going to say, you knew all this category where should we move, right. not where shouldn't we move. Yeah, I won't move there. I'm, I'm trying to justify why I won't move there. Um, mm-hmm. South Dakota, North Dakota, um, mm-hmm. California. Could be on that list. Oregon mm-hmm. could be on the list, depending on what part of Oregon you move to. Um, and mm-hmm. if you have Daisy um, with you, if you have your Daisy, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe they're there, welcome committee, I don't know. Um, Arizona doesn't have a different time zone, so our di- different, uh, <laughs> they don't do have... daylight savings time, so they have their own have special to worry time about zone. that. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so that'd be good. I know where you're going to go with this. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to go with my brother, Darren Oshero, out in o- o- Hawaii? Absolutely. I mean, we asked some questions about weather, about transportation and travel and all of these things. And it was just like, yeah, we don't really have weather issues. <laughs> like, like I was so jealous of his answers. Uh, he made Hawaii seem, I mean, more gorgeous than we already know that it is. So, yeah, we should, we should move to Hawaii. Yeah, and... Dan Talbot made Florida sound enticing, uh, but he'd also <laughs> been through Arkansas, got stopped in Arkansas, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, I'm fond of those people who think Arkansas is a great place. Vicki Nelms was one of those that actually knew <clears throat> where Greenwood, Arkansas was. Doug Kilgore is one of those. Um, well, I'm just basing this. You're basing this off a lot. You're putting some deep, deep thought into this. I was just basing this off of stories. <laughs> Why does this surprise you? I have been deep throughout. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> I jump into some deep situations real quick. Yep. Yep. Like Harold. this off of stories that we were given only. And his stories were nice and breezy and <laughs> sandy and sunny. <laughs> I mean, they have to fly to games and stay, stay in the gym or wherever they're playing or Many vacations with every game. <laughs> I mean, he did promise at the uh, open general session that he would bring the national convention to Hawaii. Excited about that? <clears throat> Unfortunately, there's a lot that goes into that, and I don't know mm. that he can promise that, but <laughs> I think attendance like would be that. through the roof. Um, mm-hmm. I- I'm going to throw a different category on on you. Wait, you didn't answer this question. We need your answer. Where are you going? Where are you moving to? I'm going to move to Arizona. Okay. So you want your own time zone? Yeah. I, well, not time zone, just daylight savings time. 
Nope, they have their own time zone. I know this now. Mm-hmm. They so, do. It's called Arizona time zone. I they do. <laughs> I just I think I think I'd move to Arizona simply because well one my wife doesn't fly um, so I can't go to Hawaii. Um, I'd love to. I've been there, but I can't go because she won't mm-hmm. fly. Mm-hmm. So well, I got to be realistic this, in this. This is hypothetical, though, Dustin. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to live in Hawaii? <laughs> but your games are, you got to fly to your games. Okay. <laughs> that's probably faster than buses. Like a 20-minute flight. But I'm, You're up that's and down. faster than the bus. By the time the bus gets there, it's late. There's poop on it. It brings you there. You got to wait for it to come bring you home. Parents got to pick you up. Flight sounds great. Poopless flight. Poopless. <laughs> but a pilot, they may be up to the cockpit anyway. You, you may not see them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> those those are, man, I've, I've really enjoyed kind of reminiscing about all of them. And there's just so many. Um, we've had a We've had a fun year, though. And it's, and I mean, it's been a lot of work, you know, to put out an episode every week is not, is not easy. And we, we put a lot of work into it. And I think it's kind of, um, I don't know, I'm happy with, with, with the result and man, so much, so much good advice and, and recommendations and stories and suggestions are in all 47 of the episodes so much. Like I can't stress that enough how how much I think that these stories not only make you feel like you're not alone as an AD um, and when these crazy things happen but also give you skills to fix things that you're not necessarily learning in a book or a course so um, this has been an awesome experience I'm so glad that you did it with me Dustin and I'm so looking forward to season two well, the, the thing about this, I mean, we're mentioning some of these in categories, but every guest had a story that was unique, that was important, that was yeah. we had takeaways from. Uh, you know, I, I start thinking about the right colored socks now, uh, thanks to Clayton Harrell um, <laughs> and that situation that he went through. Um, you start thinking about a variety of things beca- based off of <clears throat> what we did. Xavier telling us about what LL Cool J meant and then things that were <laughs> different for him and getting to know these people. We didn't even mention Throny and Throny and the Code Red or Throny. Oh, and the, yeah, you're right. The, the Gator where he looked like his shrine car. Um, I want you to know that I met him in person at the conference and I completely have a whole different respect and appreciation for his plane stories now because he is so tall. He is very, 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 very tall. So I don't even know how he could possibly fit into a plane seat. He's just so tall. And now I have much more appreciation for his story. So what part of 6'9 and a biscuit and gravy shy of 350 did you not expect when you saw I knew it? I mean, I knew it. But what, it, just, it just helps when you see somebody in person and I come up to their belly button. Jim Harris was bigger <laughs> than I thought he was a year ago. We, I mean, we were in the cohort for a year. And I just saw him on a screen, just a little box, like what yeah. we have right here on YouTube if you're watching. Um, <clears throat> and then you see him in person, and he's a lot bigger than what he he seemed in, in on the screen. I was going to say, when you, you meet people, they're a lot taller or shorter than you expected, you know, because they're just sitting in a seat, so you don't really know what to expect. And then you see them, and you're like, wow, you're way taller than I thought, or you're way shorter than I thought. So, um, but that was, yeah, he was one that I was like, I even said that to him. I was like, your, your plane stories have a whole different level right now of respect for me. So, but yeah, you're right. Code Red. That was a good time. Yeah. 
X had some great bowling stories, uh, just mm-hmm. having to be at the, the bowling match because mm-hmm. things were getting a little heated. It was heated, um, yep. Mm-hmm. And Stewart and her team cheering mm-hmm. for the other team in their uniform. I mean, <clears throat> there's a long list of things that we did. Um, and we, Maybe we, we need to have more categories. You made fun of me for having too many, but you're the one going off the charts just like listing people. Well, I'm not. We're not in categories now. I'm just talking stories. <laughs> I'm just reminiscing about these stories that we got to experience. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, mm-hmm. valuable moments, but valuable takeaways, and that's what we tried to have from each of our episodes, just to take away that can help ads. <clears throat> looking forward to season two. Looking forward to the opportunities to share more stories, get to know more ads, <clears throat> and at the end of the day, help our pro- profession. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. We want to do yep. great professional development. And Mike Elson tells me this all the time, Dustin, we need to laugh. And we fortunately get that opportunity to allow people to laugh. Uh, and we yep. take our jobs and ourselves too serious sometimes. And we need to enjoy, we need to enjoy the ride. And sometimes that's just laughing and yep. laughing at whatever situation may be happening, maybe at other people. Um, it Speaking could be laughing Elson, at Danielle a- for not knowing where a sock is. It took me seconds to figure it out for the record. Just didn't know at first. But speaking of Mike Elson, though, I mean, he's out there painting school buses. <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> there's so many, I mean, there's just so many things that we could just continue to go on and on about. But I just am looking forward to, like, thank you again, like, to all of the guests and all of the listeners and, and to Ticket Spicket. And I'm really hoping that, you know, season two is is even better and we have, we have more guests and more stories. and um... Well, and I think about, you know, we talk about meeting people in person. And I met Gary Stevens multiple times we presented. But meeting mm-hmm. his wife and being able to talk about the story of the hockey game when she said, I'm going to the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just dating at the time. They weren't even married yet. So, um, you know, just, well, his, just seeing picture people and knowing their stories and yeah. and being able to have those he, conversations. He's- he said something in his podcast that really like changed the way I think about a lot of things because, you know, he was talking to, to the student athlete at cross country and he, he said, um, you know, he's like, Oh, you know, felt bad for this kid. He's always, he's coming in last. And he's like, Oh, well, your time's better than last time. And, and he's like trying to make him feel better. But in reality, the kid comes out with, well, I got the most playing time. I mean, what a phenomenal mindset. What That's what I was talking about when it's a perspective. Like you can look at things a different way um, and turn them into an awesome moment. And that, that right there for me was um, an eye-opening statement that, that a kid student looked at it that way. And, and we as adults need to do that a little bit more sometimes. So um, all of the stories, all of the stories have made me better athletic administrator I'm sure they've made you better athletic administrator. Well, it's hard to make me worse. <laughs> so, I mean, so I'm hoping that everybody who has listened has felt the same way um, because so much valuable information and in a fun, deliverable way, not not one that you have to you know study for a test. And this is not your formal, if you're looking for a formal podcast and um, this, this isn't it. the one for you, but obviously mm-hmm. if you're listening to this point, you you realize that. Um, I'm just a goofy dude from Arkansas that um, <clears throat> tries to have fun, just tries to have a conversation. Uh, and what a year it's been. We went from 
not knowing if this would catch on um, and really not knowing one another mm-hmm. to now a year later, all the things that have changed in our lives, the, the, the path that we've taken to get to this point. <clears throat> but more important for me, the, the relationships that we've built with people from across the country um, and across our profession. A wide array, just like our stories, wide array of people, wide array, eclectic personalities. <clears throat> but everyone's got a story and that's what's important. That's what I want people to listen to and people to understand. We're calling you. You're going to be a guest mm-hmm. on this podcast. I'm reaching out to people all the time just saying, hey, yep. you've got a story to tell. And when we're at the National Convention, you hear that over and over and over again where people are telling stories. And that's what we want to do. Give a format for that to be shared and for people to learn from it. And not only, and if you have a story that you want to share, don't wait for us to reach out to you. Please contact us. We would love you know, to have you on. We want to try to get into every state. Um, we're doing pretty good, but we, we got to hit some more states up. Um, so we're, we're really, uh, we want to represent the whole country and, um, we're just really excited about season two. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I thank you again for giving me the opportunity to be part of this and, and ride along with you, but also thank our guests. Um, so many great stories, so many great personalities and so many great friendships have been, have been shared um because of this podcast and i look forward to continuing to help our profession and continuing to laugh because that's what i'm going to do i'm going to be me you're going to be you (coughs) and we just want our guests to be them when they come on the show so thank you obviously to ticket spigot for for your faith and trust in us uh thank you danielle for for editing me um (laughs) as much as you can uh probably too much sometimes but um i've learned now what significant snow is thanks to nathan delaney up in wisconsin Mm -hmm. um he he sent me a video over break it kind of showed me that um but go back and listen to our episodes they've been a lot of fun they've been great to if you really need to pass some time and you're debating between stabbing yourself in the eye and listening to our podcast i'd listen to our podcast that's what you picked. You couldn't pick anything oh. better. <laughs> that was your choices right there. <laughs> I said it was going to be me. Oh, That's man. what I did. Oh, man. <laughs> but I do I do thank you, Danielle. I thank Ticket Spicket. And I thank you, all you guys for listening. And I, I hope you continue to see value in what we're doing. I hope you continue to laugh and, and look forward to a very fun, exciting season two and we're kicking it off with a with a story that's going to blow your mind yes um, we are yes we are yes and then there's going to be that's... people defending themselves and then there's people mm-hmm. that are going to come on and and tell different stories so the lineup is is filling up and we're looking we're forward to that. Mm-hmm. so thank you again thank you to ticket spigot it's been a blast to be part of this process um and thank you for listening and we look forward to more episodes and season two on the way 